You're listening to Home Team, where reporters and editors go from behind the keyboard to in front of the mic to talk high school sports in central Massachusetts. Home Team, a podcast from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm executive editor Dave Nordman, joined again uh, this week by sports editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Dave, what's happening? Jim, it's uh, that time of the year. February vacation means tournament time. Uh, not the not the real tournament, but Clark Tournament, home team tournament. Let's talk Clark Tournament. The, the, the breaking Clark Tournament brackets came out this morning. We sort of sort of waited in time for that. We, they, we just cut off the presses, if you will. Uh, some good matchups. I think the, the the small school and the large school brackets. I were, was just going to say, where do you want to start? Small, large. Let's go with let's go with small because I think that you know that's that's an interesting. Uh, Narragansett gets a top seed at fourteen and two. They won a coin flip over Sutton uh, at fourteen and two. Sutton's number two in our poll, uh, and I think they have a you know, just a really really solid team. And I think they, they they're they're my pick to win it in in, uh, in, in the small school bracket. But I know we mentioned Bryson Grennan last week. Uh, Trey Grennan. Yeah. They have a, a Fosher. They they have a really, really solid core of, uh, of players, and I think uh, you know. I, I mentioned a couple a couple podcasts ago. They, I, I, Richard told me a couple people come up to him and said, "Why are you putting Sutton so so high up?" You know, they look at who they play. They're a division. They're a division three team, but I think that backcourt is just really solid. I think they've they've been showing uh, lately they they can compete with some of the best teams in Central Mass and, and do well against them. So I think uh, I think with this with this Clark tournament, I think they you know, they have Littleton in the first round. They're, they they start at two forty five on the Sunday the the sixteenth. I think that should be uh, usually I have the to kickoff. Pr- Usually I have to pry uh, a prediction out of you, but you came right out and said right Sutton, out. Sutton is your team. I, you know, I think I think Sutton. You know, they they are just a really solid team, and I think this is a another step into to a lot of other people seeing how good they are. And if it's not going to be if it's not going to be Sutton, uh, Sutton hosting the uh, hoisting the championship trophy at the end, uh, who is who are some of the other contenders in the smalls? Small we talked about, talk about uh, Narragansett earlier. I think uh, they are definitely a worthy. Uh, one seed, they're fourteen and two. They have uh, Freddie Munnett Harris, who's averaging over twenty points a game. But they also have uh, you might remember from football, Damian Como. He's a quarterback there. He's also averaging about thirteen points a game for him. Uh, Shea Sullivan, another good player for Narragansett. So they have you know your you know double Freddie at your own risk because I think they can put the ball on the hoop too. Um, if they're playing Bromfield at seven forty-five on Sunday, uh, they'll play the winner of uh, the four-seeded Murdoch and fifth-seeded Parker Charter game. Uh, they play play at six. I think uh, Murdoch's another one of those teams. They have probably one of the most dynamic players in Central Mass, L.J. Hicks. I think he's uh, you know he's uh, he's leading the way with uh, in Central Mass with twenty-seven points per game. Really tough to stop. I think if if some of his other, if, if uh, you know I don't I don't know if Parker has a guy that can match up against them. So that should set up a good second-round matchup against Gary that I think if Narragansett holds serve, uh, the other the other first round game is uh, Hopedale and Maynard. Uh, Maynard's one of those perennial Clark tournament champions. You know I think they're uh, they're a real good uh, they're a real good team, but they have a tough matchup against Hopedale. I think uh, you know Hopedale just has a lot of weapons. I think you know, Hopedale comes in at twelve and four. They're a third seed, and I think they could be they're gonna be real too uh, real tough to stop too. I think that 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 sets up a second round matchup with Hopedale and Sutton. That should be a good dual Valley Conference uh, rivalry. That's the small schools. Let's take a uh, take a breath, Jim. Oof, I need we'll, some water. We'll, we'll be right back and talk large schools. Home Team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette, on Telegram.com, and at TG Sports. Okay, back talking a little Clark Tournament action. Small Schools uh, kicks off on Sunday, February 16th. 
the next day, Monday, February seventeenth, um, uh, we would start the uh, start the large schools brackets. Um, so um, I think I had my dates right there, but what are we looking at? Wrong on the bracket. I got to look at my calendar, but yeah, I went there in the ballpark. Sunday and Monday. Sunday so. and Monday. So what are we look at, looking at for uh, what are we looking at for the um, for the large schools? I think the large school. I think honestly would probably be the Bartlett show. I think uh, they're they're top seed with sixteen and one. Jim, you uh, can't just come out and predict the winner. You know, let's break down the brackets. Well, first. I'll, I'll break down the brackets. I just, well, you know what? I'm, You've I'm already... a big spoiler guy, so it's like let's start at the top. Let's why let's talk about Bartlett. The number seven in our poll this week. I think. Uh, we talk about it every week. They just they're real they're real, you know, race to a hundred, just try to run you out of the gym type of team every year. Uh, they have you know three of the uh, three of the top four scorers in this Wickle B uh, behind Jack O'Neill from Leicester, who's averaging over twenty two points a game. is just a monster. But they have you know Brandon Boucher, Dylan Grand Mason, Logan Peranto. They're all averaging over fourteen points a game. They're they're just. They're tough to stop. Wilson Abar is another guy that comes in. He's averaging almost ten points a game. So you know, it's 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 uh it's like who do you stop with Bartlett? I mean, they're playing they're playing eight seed in Millbury at seven forty five on Monday. Uh, you know, they, that's going to be a good swickle game. But you know, Bartlett, like I said, they're just too many weapons. I think, and, I, and I, as much as I like teams at perennial, you know, I always hate picking the favorites because I think uh, like a team like Westboro or Quabbin, who we'll get to in a second, but I think they're really good. Grafton's at thirteen and two. They had a game against Doherty that was postponed on Thursday night, but I want I was curious to see that game just to find out how good the Indians are against a non squickle team. Uh, they, they, there's a lot of good a lot of good favorites in this larger school bracket. Yeah, and Bartlett, you know these. Uh these seniors on this team, uh, they won a Clark tournament title yep. as freshmen, um, and here they have a chance to do it again as seniors. Yeah, so. they're always like they're like a Sutton type of you know school. They they, they really they they're they're the Clark tournament's ingrained in in their their makeup in in, in Bartlett. So I think winning this tournament and doing having good showing is really important to them, especially when it goes into the tournament. It's a good springboard. So if it's not going to be Bartlett, and you're saying it's going to be Bartlett, who's it going to be? You know, I, I got, we talk about Gra- let's talk about Grafton early because they're number two, two seed. They're thirteen and two. They played Nipmuc on two forty five on Monday. They're they're another one of those teams that uh, uh, we talk about. Like, you know, who do you stop? That Amaro Utara, who's averaging almost twenty points a game for him. He has shown that not a lot of people can stop him. Uh, yeah, it's really one of the top freshmen around. Ethan McInerney, he's averaging almost fifteen points a game. Uh, you know, Drew Bergenholtz, I, I, the Bergie, the Bergies is one of my favorite people in the world, and, and his grandson is uh, is doing really well, thirteen points a game. I think uh, you know they're going to real. They have Nitmuk, which is a dual, dual Valley team. They'll be real, real interested to see what what these guys can do against you know some non spoko competition. The Nipmuc's eleven and six; they're going to be tough to stop. But uh, I think that's going to be a real good game. Uh, Grafton's Grafton could be a sleeper team. Uh, they'll play the winner of Quab and Westboro. Uh, you know, talk, you're talking about another good, another good division. The Midwatch B is really tough. Uh, Dex will be out there in his Sunday best on a, on a Monday game at one o'clock against Westboro. Westboro won it last year. Uh, I think they, you know, they know what it takes, and Westboro plays one of the toughest schedules around, so that should be a good game. Yeah, I was gonna, I was, you know, I mean, kind of to get off the beaten beaten path here a little bit, but you know, a team like Grafton, who hasn't won the Clark tournament since 1996, Westboro with that experience of having done it last year, right? I mean, well, I mean that that's going to play a little bit of a. A lot factor of those in. guys are back. A lot of knows what it takes. I think that was a real important, you know, in Westboro's tournament run. They load up their schedule with, you know, they, so when they come into the tournament, they're eleven and five. But you look at those five losses. There's not one loss. It's like, oh, geez, that was a game they like back because they're all against tough teams. So they're playing Quab in thirteen and three. It's you know, I think they they meet twice during the year in the Midwatch B. So I think that will be. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Quab is uh, you know is a C now, but uh, it's. Um, 
it's it's just a it's a it's, it'll be a quadrant. Another one. We talk about those teams that are good every year. Dex places guys up the way. This is like the, one of the more important things they look at. You know, say what you want about the Clark tournament. This is really important to everybody. I think you know, having a good showing. There, they, there's no off day for them in this this week. And so that's uh, that's. Small schools, large schools. Yeah, Oakmont, Groton, Dunsville's the other game. Yeah. It's another one. Of, it was, yeah. it's, it's, uh, Chris Klingenberg wrote about Groton, Dunsville this week in his column. It showed how balanced they are, how, how solid. They're a fifth seed with 11-4. and four. They played Oakmont 12-4 and four as a four seed. It's, that should be a good game to see who, who comes. You know, you know, Quentin Pridgen leading the mid-watch seat for Oakmont, 18.3 points a game. You know, who, who who marks up against him and who stops him? I, j- I just I can't cut you off. I mean, yeah. I mean, just I try. Keep, I know. I keep just, talking Clark tournament. Clark tournament. <laughs> wait till they get to the home team in a couple. You know, <laughs> next week when they, those brackets get a lot. It's it's. Cra- I love this time of year. Well, let's take a uh, let's take another quick breather. Come back and uh, just we can break down the uh, break down the home team um, polls for us. That's good. Home team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette, on Telegram.com, and at TG Sports. Okay, welcome back. Uh, time to uh, break down the home team Telegram and Gazette uh, polls. Rich Garvin does a great job of putting these together, together every week. Jim, uh, where do we start? You know, the, the polls, I'm looking, you know, the boys' poll hasn't changed for the top four spots, I think. And I wouldn't change it either. I think uh, St. John's is still number one. Uh, they've just been just blowing through teams, no matter what, you know, they, it's, um, but I'm looking forward to Friday because they play Bartlett. We just talked about Bartlett in one of the, one of the earlier segments, and that should be a good, not that I think it'll be a big test for St. John's, more for what Bartlett has against the best team they're going to see all year. Um, and I think that would be a good a good one. They uh, they also have face St. John's faces Brockton, which is uh, ranked fourth in the Boston Globe top twenty uh, top twenty. So that will be a good match to see where St. John's is. So there's no no rest for him. Uh, Lucas Sanfortello, he's still doing a good job for them, averaging over seventeen points a game. T.J. Power, one of the best players around, sixteen point three points a game. Uh, just you know, just just tough stop, and they just you know every challenge they get so far, they've uh, you know whether it's Bishop Fian or Doherty or Putnam, you know Shrewsbury, they 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 just turn them back. So that's just where St. John's is just where they want to be at this point of year. And uh, we talked about Sutton checking in at number two, so let's just skip right over them. We just talked Clark tournament with Sutton, but um, South having a great season. South, we'll, we hear a lot more about South the next couple of weeks with the home team tournament brackets come out. I think uh, you know the city is going to be. Uh, one of the top. I mean, Rich has Rich has South. He has Doherty. He has Holy Name. Uh, you know, and he has North and the others receiving votes type of thing or consideration. I think uh, that's half the half the home team brackets right there. I think as far as who the best team in Worcester, I always say that's when the good benchmark of where where the uh, the top basketball is being played. South is uh, they've won four straight. They have uh, you know they have uh, three games left before the home team comes in. So. And that's all three of those against uh, Main South, North Doherty. So I think they have uh, they get ready for the tournament with playing three teams they could see in the tournament. And you know they all have winning records. I think uh, the Colonials will will have a uh, the Colonials will have a, just a, a good good test coming up into the postseason, which is which is important to them because they got some top talent. You know Wilton Causey and Octavio Alexander are doing a real good job. Damian Joseph's averaging almost twenty points a game for them. They've been tough to stop, and you know with twelve and three record, they've turned back most of their opponents. And uh, talk about uh, Lemonster checking in at number four, uh, having a great season, eleven and three. Last time we checked, they had a grind the last couple of weeks. They, I think twelve the last twelve days, they've played six games. 
uh, you know, five. They played that mid watch A, and so that means that five of those teams had winning records. Uh, that was a real good, uh, you know, two of those teams were ranked. So it's really, really good test to see what they have. You know, who, you know, who's stepping up for Lemonster. I think, you know, playing that Midwatch A is probably the, you know, out of all the leagues in Central Mass, that's probably the toughest one, top to bottom, because it's really, uh, you know, even watch a team like Wachusa, which is down, they're still going to give you the best. Shrewsbury, John West is really going to, going to show, you know, turn, you know, make a lot of teams work hard. So I think that's important for for Lemonster to show. And you know, with with eleven and three again, it's uh, that's a good test for Lemonster. And another midwatch team um, in uh, in Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, John West has been probably one of the top athletes around Central Mass. He's, he's one of the best base baseball players you're going to see, and he's just so big and immovable. I think, and he can hit some hit, you know, hit from long range, hit from in close. I think he's a. Uh, you know him and him and Trent Mascara has been fighting for that Midwatch A title. You know as far as scoring, John West has about twenty three points a game. Trent Mascara has twenty three point one. Uh, but just it's been, you know came in came in Warburton. It's another guy that you know watch out for for the Shrewsbury. They're getting you know averaging over almost ten points a game. That's I think that's you know a good. They they dropped to number six from a number five spot, but I think uh, the Colonials could be a team that if they get you know Adrian Machado's gonna have that team ready for the playoffs. And one last team I want to talk about. I mean we talked about Bartlett at number seven in the Clark tournament. One. One school that's too large to play in the Clark tournament now is Tantasqua, right? right? So, but you know, checking in at number eight, um, they're getting ready for for their postseason tournament. Exactly, and I think that's uh, you know they knew they didn't have the Clark to worry about, but I think you know they're ten and four. They're they're ranked number eight in the poll this week. I think uh, you know a couple years ago when they had that state tournament team. Uh, they did a good job by finding like the Doherty's and the Milfords and you know, who, who were really dominant at that time to see see where they're at. They're doing the same thing again. Uh, you know, they had a one point loss to Doherty, a two point loss to, Bo- to to Bartlett, and they beat St. Peter Marion in that span. So I think that's that's just you know they have a lot of players. They have no real big you know lights out score D one prospect kind of guy, but they have a lot of really really good players. And I think that's uh, that's showing, especially when they go against that. You know, even again, they lose to Doherty by one point, but they're still in that game. And I think Doherty's one of the better teams around. So I think the Warriors will be you know be a team to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Bouncing around the uh, the boys basketball scene, let's take a uh, quick break and come back and talk girls. Home team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette, on Telegram.com, and at TG Sports. All right, Jim. On the uh, on the boys' side, we talked about St. John's kind of uh, carrying it from start to finish so far. But on the girls' side, it's been... Uh, the talk's been what choose it, um, it's been it from start to finish. It's been what choose it, and it's funny we we talk about you know hey I really haven't had a chance to be challenged, and you know that changed on you know earlier this week against Neshoba. Neshoba was uh, is ranked number fifth in the poll, but they they gave what choose it all they can handle. I think they, they were up up at halftime, I believe, and they were up in the uh, up in the fourth quarter, um, but they I think down the. In the the second quarter, they, they I think they went on a nineteen to six run to, to where they were down by two. They they turned into an eleven point win for for Wachusett. That was great for for Wachusett to sort of have that you know have that challenge and sort of see where see where they're at because you can't rely on Bell Lanford to do the job every time. So they have I've talked to Jim Oxford. He he doesn't have the that you know usually have like the one A one B one C players for Wachusett. Uh, aside from Bell, they have a lot of really really good players, and so that helps them have that different hero every night mentality, which they've really needed with that schedule they play. Um, well, I mean, let's just jump right down to uh, to Neshoba, uh, checking in halfway through through the poll at five, like you said. But uh, you know, just a a good win for them to show what they can probably do in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, Neshoba is one of those uh, 
one of those you know solid teams. They're they're twelve and four. They play a tough schedule. I think that's uh, important to them. They really, uh, you know, they have Abby McDulty averaging fifteen points a game. She's leading Midwatch B. Uh, the show is one of those teams with a lot of athletes. We talk about their field hockey team, their soccer team has been been perennial contenders. You know, it's it's uh, their, their lacrosse team is always really good. So I think having that you know transition to the basketball court with you know players like Kaylee McMahon and you know and, and Jillian Payne are doing a real good job for him. Peyton Richard. I think that's uh, you know the depth really helps the show out, out and to show they can go against you know tooth and nail against the best team in Central Mass. That, that's gonna help them a lot coming down the stretch because you know other than that they've they've played you know Groton Dunstable they beat them twice they beat Marlboro they beat Shrewsbury uh, you know they lost uh, I think their losses you look at uh, Holy Name Marlboro Natick and Wachusett that's a pretty pretty impressive uh, loss record for them as far as you know no 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 upsets and you mentioned Holy Name. Uh, the the final holy name uh, girls basketball team in history. That's right. Uh, having a great season, checking in number two in Rich's poll. Yeah, I think uh, you know they, they've they've had a uh, you, know, you know two two tough battles against Wachusett, which didn't go their way. But I think that's going to test them because they're not going to see a team as good as Wachusett. You know, you know they lost to Franklin, another one of those perennial teams that we're going to probably see WPI in a couple weeks. Uh, they're they're nine and three. Uh, they they're, they've been number two all year. Uh, they, you know, they had an easy win over St. Bernard's, and I think it's uh, they got Shepherd Hill coming in. I think that's a, another good test for them as far as uh, see where you get everything sharpened for the. Uh, I believe they still play in the Westboro tournament, which is another top, you know, one of the top top tournaments around. I think that always you know with Franklin and Acton Boxborough is usually in it, and Milbury I think plays there from time to time. So I haven't seen the, the teams in it this year, but that's always a good test for Holy Name going into the tournament. You know, number three Marlboro, uh, number four Milbury, a couple, you know, couple teams having having great seasons, and it seems like we talk about these teams every year. Yeah, I was talking to Rich. He pointed out, uh, you know, he likes Marlboro because they their defense has really been uh, been strong from there. They're holding teams to about thirty five points per game. I think that's going to help because they have a, you know, we keep talking about the you know, there's there's no the coincidence that the te- the top teams we're talking about have you know balanced. Balanced scoring, and I think uh, you know Marlboro has that with Leanne Wydum and Lucy Capadonna, uh, Celine Allen, Amari. They're all averaging over 10, about ten points a game for the Panthers, and I think that's going to help them because the schedule they play, they don't have you know the, one, the three girls that can mark those girls. So yeah, you, know, you might be able to contain one or two, but then Celine will come through with like a 15, 16 point game to carry the load. I think that's going to be really helpful during tournament time. And uh, you know. Talk about some of the teams uh, a little bit deeper in the poll, but you know, wins and losses. Uh, some teams having some great seasons. Yeah, you know, I'm going to work away from the bottom because I think Northbridge uh, has been a team I've been luck- looking for all year, and I think Rich, Rich put them in the poll, and I think they deserve it. They got you know six varsity players, and I think they had another injury a couple of days ago, so. It's like they're putting this thing together with with duct tape and in in bubble gum, and I think the Rams are responding. They're thirteen and three. Uh, they've won seven straight. I think they you know they they've, they they had a really eye opening win over Shrewsbury last couple of the, you know about a week ago. I think that's really important for the Rams. I you know they're they have got you know again a balanced team. Jill Abree, Maddie Bowmeister, Liz Quimby, uh, Avery Sinas, Gabby Frazier. I think those girls have been able to step up each game and, and sort of carry the Rams. I think that's going to be really important for them. And, um, you know, a- any teams kind of like on the outside looking in? I know Rich, um, you know, includes some of these teams and in, in who they are. Yeah, Quabbin's the team that I think has been been uh, been in and out of the poll the last couple of weeks. I think the Panthers, they're, they're playoff bound. They have, 
you know, great players and like Ashley Layton and Helena Champagne. I think they're going to be a, tur- a force to watch in the tournament. They can make a run. I think that's just uh, you know the, the girls basketball. We, we we talk about. Like, I think outside of like the whole the top four teams, top five teams, then you have a lot of teams that sort of you know just trade in places. I think that's that says a lot for the parity in, in, in girls basketball this year in Central Mass. Let's take a a very quick break. Come back and and uh, recap and finish things up with some hockey. Home Team is your source for high school sports in Central Mass. Stories, photos, stats, standings, and rankings. Every day in the Telegram and Gazette, on Telegram.com, and at TG Sports. All right, Jim, we talked uh, We talked Clark Tournament, we talked boys basketball, talked girls basketball, so let's finish it up with a little, uh, a little hockey talk, Jim. Hitting all fields today. Uh, Wachusett uh, has been number one in our uh, Division Three Three A poll all season, and I right. think I think we find them there again this week. Yeah, exactly. They just you know another another you know big win for Wachusett last night against Groton Dunst. We'll give and a milestone win. My, my land two hundred wins. That's that's fantastic. Just to be, uh, I love these longtime coaches like you know like you know Pudgy and Narts and those guys that have been there forever. They just have a real good grasp of their program, and I think him, him and his staff have done a tremendous job there. They're 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 number one in our poll. They compete with Division three teams on a regular basis. They're not scared of who they play. Uh, just balanced, you know, one of the you know best defensive corps. But uh, you know, top line is phenomenal. I think that's uh, they're a wagon. Yeah, and uh, you know, great teams have great players and watch who's it. Uh, you know, like you mentioned, um, you know, up front with Skagerland, uh on D with Gardner. Yeah, you know, they've got a, a first year goalie, but a great goalie in Alfama. But uh, they just seem to be a very deep team with lots of talent. Right, which helps because I think you know, you know everybody's like wondering when these guys are going to graduate. Well, that's fine, but then they just move, shuffle guys and run a lineup around. They're they're picked up right where they left off. Right, and uh, you know, take us uh, take us two through five because. Uh, Wachusett isn't the only great team in Central Mass. Uh, lots of teams, like you said, having yeah, great Yeah, Northbridge teams. has been, as, as long as North, Wachusett has been number one, Northbridge is number two, and it's not, you know, not a slight on Northbridge. I just think, you know, Wachusett is a special team this year. I think, you know, Liam Gill and Alex Smith, Nick Locurto, I think those are those are really, really strong players for the Rams. They're 13-1. and one. I th- You know, they've just been, they, again, another wagon. They don't really, they, 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 they can, they, you know, look at the stats. They've been scoring goals, you know, in bunches. I, don't, I can't remember the last time they had like a one nothing win because I think they just put a lot of, a lot of pucks on the net, and, the, and with that talent, they they always find the bet the, the way in. So, the Rams are just a really really strong team. Uh, Hudson's number three. I think they're another one. You know, they've been last couple weeks they've been sort of trading spots with Marlboro, but I think they're really starting to find their their footing underneath each other. And I think, uh, you know, the Hawks. I think they're going to be a real. Again, we talk about Narts having that that team like Denarwich has been been there forever. I think he's he, he's ready. He has that team ready for for any kind of like a guy like Matt Lombardi. He's he's you know, nineteen points this year. I think uh, you know Cam Bauer, Colin Dannenfels. I think they have a you know, Gonzo is one of those the, the more you know, stronger goalies around. I think that that it just shows how deep the the Hawks are. And uh, you mentioned Neshoba, uh having a having a good season, but uh, at eight four and four playing uh, playing Wachusett twice a year, uh, just right. you know you can't really discount the Chieftains. No, you look, you mentioned that right there. I mean that's that's you know playing Wachusett twice a year is gonna be tough. I think that you know that that makes their record you know you know so not indicative of how the kind of talent they have. Um, I think uh, you know the guys like Robbie Carter and you know, I think Dan Lemansky has, has like thirteen or fourteen goals this year. He's been he's been a, you know, a really common source whenever they need a, a big win or a big goal. He's going to be probably the guy they're going to try to find on the ice. 
Uh, Andrew Matthews, another guy, and Will Mayer, I think they've been doing a real good job finding find some scoring punch. And I think that they, they, they jump into the poll at number four this week, and I think it's well-deserved for the Chieftains. Yeah, I mean, any, you know, Hudson being one of the top teams in Central Mass, and they played, you know, they played Hudson uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think, to a, to a 2-2 tie. Right. So, uh, they show they've shown on on paper that they can not only you know compete with some of these teams, but you know a four three loss to Wachusett earlier in the year. Wachusett's got to be thinking to this, themselves, you know, Neshoba, We know yeah. that for real. I mean, a four yeah, exactly. You play Wachusett, you, you only lose by a goal. That's I don't care. That's that's a win. I mean, you celebrate that in a locker room. I think that's uh, you're disappointed, but I think at the end of the run, it shows how good your program is to sort of compete on the ice when they're when they're taking teams like six to two, seven and three yeah. type of thing. And it's, it's uh, I think that you know, that's why I think that's why Chris Kine put them in the poll because that that tie against the Hudson, they're showing people they've been uh, able to compete even when they lose. You know, and uh, checking in at number five in the uh, in the hockey poll, Grafton. Uh, having having a great season, but just they've been winning, uh, you know, winning some really big games of late. Yeah, I think uh, Rich Garvin's going to be doing a spotlight. I think he's uh, having a phenomenal season. The Indians this year, he has about 27 points. And uh, Cam Byrne has been, you know, just finding the net. I think he has eight goals. He's really he's really getting hot. He has 19 points. Uh, Brandon Lavasser, I think he's another guy that can really rely on to keep the Indians in the games. They're they're 10 four and two. They jump in the poll at number five this week, replacing Worcester. And I think uh, you know then those two teams have had some battles this year. You know, it's uh, in 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 seeing Grafton a few times this year. Uh, I think earlier in the year they had struggled putting the puck in the net. I think they had a um, you know they had a a zero zero tie, a one one tie. Right. You know they lost a, a two one game to Lunenburg, but lately. Um, I think know, players are getting healthy for him, and I yeah. think they're starting to they're starting to reflect on you know getting hot at the right time. And I think that uh, you know that three nothing that three nothing win over over Hudson, um, you know that's a big win. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I think that's why Kiner put put jumped him in there, reflected on how how well they're playing. They're ten four and two. And uh, you know they're they're one of the top teams in play. They're going to give North a lot of hit and trouble this year. Yeah, and talk about uh, talk just kind of shifting gears and finishing up with our with our D one schools. Uh, you know, last year, uh, you know, St. John's kind of you know they had some guys injured. They've got their share right. of injuries this year. But uh, Shrewsbury and St. John's, I mean, they played earlier in the year. St. John's came out on top, but both teams appear to be. Uh, knocking on the postseason door. Yeah, you look at. I mean, look at St. John's. What on Wednesday night they had that. You know, they went one time, what three nothing to Franklin. They came back to tie it three three. That's uh, you know, sure it's probably not the result they wanted, but to, to dig themselves out of that hole, I think that that just shows. You know, that's a very resilient team. You know, guys like you know Matthew Myers and Sean Clark has been been phenomenal for right. and, and those guys have been fighting some injuries and right. even they've been winning uh, with some of those guys uh, nursing them back to health. Shrewsbury, another team that you know they play. They could play St. John's tough. It's a good. It's a. They're they're really getting their feet on off Monroe and one since they moved up a couple of years ago. With you know Nico and Vangelis and James and Alicandro, I think they've been leading the way in the points. Right, Matt Nuzio has been doing. Yeah, I think goals this year. So I think that you know, what the Colonials want to see going into the tournament. Challenging teams. They I mean, really, uh, let's not you know. It's, it's it shouldn't it's, be. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, for I what mean, they're for just I guess getting getting used to Division One. So I'm not asking them to play the Super Eight teams right away. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, Alma team St. John's is a great team. Frame's a great team. Natick's a great team. So you know they've got uh, coming up uh, Fenwick. Uh, so they've got some pretty good. Competition. Yeah, the active boxing game should be real good benchmark to see where they're at. So, in uh, talking uh, talking about the tournament, so kind of like where are we here, Jim? Kind of the winding down the season, and you know, and where do we go from here? Yeah, just sort of playing out. I think we have. Uh, you know, I think most teams are about like you know, sixteen games, about four left for most of them. I think that's going to be. You know, it's sort of get get healthy, get where you want to be because I think uh, 
see a lot of threes to be a really, really small, small uh, group of teams. So I think those things where you, you favor, you're, you know, you get a tough round. So you- Absolutely. That's Jim Wilson. I'm executive editor Dave Nordman. We will uh, we'll do it again next week. Boom. You've been listening to Home Team, where reporters and editors go from behind the keyboard to in front of the mic to talk high school sports in central Massachusetts. Home Team, a podcast from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette.